0: And now, live from Pod Cabin in Burbank, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes your guest. He's a man who has settled down in Georgia where he can be found fixing up his house and gaslighting the local deer population. It's hashtag Al. And she's a comedian and unofficial ambassador of Skittles. It's Jenna Kim Jones. Tone Zone is here to provide necessary pushback to Allison's disturbing pro-robe propaganda. And her husband, Daniel, is saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your best friend, Allison Rosen. Allison, Rosen. Allison, Rosen is your new best friend.
1: Allison, Allison. When the good times never end. Allison, Rosen. Do the way pants hands again. Allison, Rosen. Allison's your new best friend. Hello, my little sugar sausages. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend. That particular carb was sent in on Patreon. Patreon! By me! I've <laughs> never chosen myself before in all for years, I've been addressing people as carbs. And now you might think sugar sausage, A, what is that? And we'll get into that because there's a specific reason that I chose my own carb. And B, is it a carb? No, but it's got sugar in it and it's in the title. We'll get into that. But yes, I am on Patreon, all sorts of bonus stuff. Um, There are bonus episodes of the Friend Zone. That's my Patreon podcast. I just did an incredibly juicy Ask Me Anything episode. And then I also did a fun Ask Me Anything uh, in the comments thing today. Uh, and then there is a level where you can text me and I'll text you back. Uh, you can see videos of the Thursday gang, for example. You could see me talking right now with my hands. And I'm not just doing that for you. I just feel who just snorted, Tony? Was that you? No, I, I would never. It was Tony. I think you snort laughed, and it is befitting your new glasses. No offense, which we'll get to. And you know what? We're gonna get to the glasses. Another store. What's happening? <laughs> Are they pinching your nose? We're going to get to the glasses. And you're going to find yourself listening and you're going to be like, I need to see these glasses. One picture is not sufficient. Hence, patreon.com slash allisonrosen Rosen. If you go for an annual subscription, you get two months free. That's a good deal. And then since I'm doing the hard sell at the top, I just need to undermine myself entirely by saying I now have another Patreon as well. Uh, Wait, what? weekly. I know Upworthy Weekly has been sunset, which is a nice a nice way of saying put out to pasture. However, Todd and I are like, no, we love working together, so we're going to continue. It's now moved over. It's a Patreon podcast. There's only one tier, two dollars a month, because who can't afford two dollars a month? If you're interested in that, Patreon.com/slash Allison and Todd. Allison now. Todd with one D. It's our parents' fault. Okay. We had nothing to do with the way our names are spelled. Anyway, enough of that. I'm so excited to welcome to the show fan favorites. You know them. You love them. Jenna Kim Jones and Alan Moss. Hello. Hello. Hello, hello. So good to see you. Also, hello, Tony Thaxton. Hi. Okay. Now you might be thinking, where's Daniel? He's inside the house. He was going to join us. However, um, he one of the questions that I answered on the big Patreon Ask Me Anything, two different people were like, what is it exactly that Daniel does? I know that you've mentioned it before, but like, what is it? And it really, it was a real test of whether I know what he does. For a long time, I didn't exactly. But here's what I can say. When his bosses need a report from him, they need it stat. Um, and that's why we were late to the wrestling show, which I am <laughs> still hearing about. <laughs> and that is why he's not here right now, because it's like his boss's boss's boss. That was, that's like That's a bit of a big fish story, because... Before the show started I told Jenna and Al Daniel's not here because his boss's boss needs something and then suddenly he that guy just got a promotion and what I just I don't know it's just like the the big shot right. uh, it's bosses, the big...
2: bosses have to get what bosses want that's the rule
1: I know like so a Daniel is yeah <laughs> Daniel is deep in his Reports and spreadsheets and doing the numbers. Ooh, don't we have a doing the numbers drop? Do you have that one, Tony?
0: Uh, not that I'm aware of, but at uh, least. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I again, again I, look, I know you want these drops, <laughs> but again, I was given a sea of drops, and it's so, it, and to come in, I know I'm several years in at this point, but to come in... <laughs>
1: You're five it's, years in, Tony. I know, I know but.
0: but it is an insane amount of jobs. And so to not have been a part, you know, I feel like it's a little easier when you were a part of it and you like know they're there. And it, it, I just, it's...
1: I love <laughs> that. Are these, these glasses are making you a little defensive and I love it. <laughs> <sighs> you know what it is? What's, what restaurant has like the biggest menu in the world? Cheesecake. Cheesecake, Cheesecake Factory. Fact. <laughs> Definitely. <Okay. laughs> it's like, but it's more than that. It's like, yeah. You can't be expected to have tried every single thing on the Cheesecake Factory menu. No, and then, but on top
0: of that, know <laughs> what page and what page that item is on in the menu, because that's the well, other thing is I have to be able to like, wait, where is this? I got to find it.
1: Okay, do you have searching ability of this menu, not, or is it on a different drive? Well, not not
0: <sighs> on like the soundboard, right? Hmm.
1: Al, do you remember the numbers drop? Could you do it live?
2: I th- I think it was like I. I, I do. I, I'm good at do's the numbers. Or I do's it was like doosing the numbers <laughs> or something. I do's the numbers. Yeah, Thank you. Something
1: like that. Yeah. Something, something like yeah. that. <laughs> All right. We have so much to get to. Let's just first address the thing that has changed Tony's personality. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on with the glasses? <laughs> Please yeah. fill us in because I've never seen you wear glasses and I like it
0: uh thanks uh no i my, i have terrible eyes i always wear contacts uh i never knew yeah no i my vision is absolutely terrible and i had not but i wear contacts so regularly that i just hadn't updated any glasses in literally over a decade and wow. so i had to get an exam recently and i was like you know what i think it's finally time i update some glasses and uh i finally got them today and um I literally, literally maybe like an hour before the show and um, decided to try them on. And they were so different than my previous old glasses. It was very jarring. Like at first I thought literally something was wrong. Like I was seeing double of everything and <laughs> oh, geez. My, I had to really adjust. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to keep these on. I started, it got better as time went on. And so I was like, I'll just, I'll keep them on and try and just get a little more used to them. So Do I don't, you, I don't, Go Do ahead. you desire to wear glasses? Uh, I don't, not necessarily, but I don't mind them, but I just, I've, my eyes are so used to contacts, and that's like a weird thing that, uh, does anybody wear contacts here? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah? I know exactly okay. what
3: you're talking about. You put, I got a new pair of glasses like a year or two ago, and when I first put them on, I thought, am I insane? Yeah. What? <laughs> is this like the world looked different everything was kind of wonky yep i know exactly what you're talking about
0: yeah it feels like you're like if you could like walk around the world (laughs) if you're like everything feels curved
1: (laughs) yes Uh, yes. yeah (laughs) are they are they progressives no huh because I know that progressives can give like a curvature to things. Um, no, well, it's
0: just, hmm. and also my my vision is so bad that so they're like very strong. So like I had to like pay extra to get the like lenses made thinner. Um, but oh, I just yeah, yeah I haven't I had that new move. glasses in so long. And when you wear contacts, you know you can turn your eyes in every direction and see perfectly. But glasses aren't quite like that. Um, so it's just it's yeah it's taking a little. I really used to I really want to wear glasses. But I'm
2: afraid of, I'm like, that I'm not known as a person with glasses. Mm, And
1: you're afraid that I'll do what I'm doing to Tony to you? Exactly. Like, (laughs) it'll take
2: weeks
0: for people to get used to it. Yeah. I was like, (laughs) I'll just keep them on. But I I definitely considered not keeping them on because I knew this is exactly what was going to (laughs) happen. I I did
2: it once where, because I had been on, I used to travel on the road all the time, as people know. And I went back to the office and I just was tired. I'd been. I just worn out. And so I thought I'm going to wear my glasses to the office. This will be great. And I was like in my cubicle working and my boss swung by and he said, why are you making a spectacle of yourself? And I I, like, I did not register that I was wearing glasses and I was embarrassed. And I thought, (laughs) did I make a mistake? And he's like, why are you being such a spectacle? And I'm like, what is happening? And it was one of the most <laughs> awkward interactions. And, then, and he, then he was like, he's not getting it. Oh, I'm embarrassed. It was like, just go to your office. I'll stay in my cube. Let's, I'll go back on the road. We won't talk for six minutes. It's <laughs> never- Did he
1: ever make contact with you after? <laughs> like,
0: oh, so
1: bad. Um, uh. Okay, so everyone here except for me wears contacts. Yeah. But, Jenna, are you're the kind of person who switches into glasses, like, at night, right? Or no?
3: Yes. I wear glasses at night, in the morning. I, I hate them, but I wear them. The thing about glasses is I feel the same way as out. Like, boy, these are so cute. And you see girls who look cute in glasses. And yes. You're like, I want to be <laughs> Lisa that Loeb. cute girl. Like, look at that cute girl. And then I put them on and, like, I'll commit to wearing them all day. And about three hours in, I'm like, this is terrible. They're all over the place. They're bugging the back of my ears. It becomes mm. a whole thing. And then I'm like, mm. get me back in the contacts. I can't take it anymore.
0: Do you find so are you, guys you so used aside. to the contacts that sometimes if I try to wear glasses, uh I it like it's like a mental thing where I can't wake up. Like, if I start my day, like, just by wearing the glasses for yes. a time, I'm like, I need to put yes. the contacts in to, like, Yeah, feel I'm not
1: a person yet. Yeah. There are shoes for your eyes. Exactly. Because you know <laughs> Tony has to put on shoes to feel like he's going about his day. I, uh, just to fully delve into the hot topic of glasses, I do have a pair of progressives. I know I'm way too young for them. But still, they made them for me. Wow. Uh, and yes, I – they say it takes like – has anyone here tried progressives? No. Probably no one else mm-hmm. needs them. Okay. Um, they say it takes like a week of wearing them constantly for your brain to adjust because the thing is like the top portion has one prescription and the bottom is for reading, which the glasses that I wear normally are for reading, um, but I also now I'm at the point where I use them for the computer sometimes And apparently that's like another pair of glasses you can get like a middle vision. I don't know. But anyway, um, so I had them put nothing in the top because I don't really yet. I only need a slight amount of distance, but I so I had them just make nothing in the top reading at the bottom. So they like gradually so that I could wear my reading glasses. I know. I'm sorry. So (laughs) I wear my my reading glasses all the time. But Anyway, long story short, I cannot commit to more than like 20 minutes at a time in them. So I will never get used to them. Yeah. Because I just, what you guys are talking about, except I imagine it's less, probably less for me because it's not a strong prescription, but like I can't stand feeling like, I feel like I'm looking in, into the back of a spoon, but right side up all the time. Like everything is a little wavy. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't I don't yeah. want to uh, deal with the wave. I get mm-hmm. it. I just want to get surgery, LASIK, but oh. I am
3: also scared of that. So Dude. I haven't committed to anything and I just, it, yeah.
1: Past a certain age, but I don't know what age it is. I've heard you're not even supposed to get LASIK because your eyes will change. Right. But it so might now- be... It's either 40 or 50. I know you're younger than both of those, but.
2: Yeah. Very... I, last time I went to the eye doctor, she was like, you're a perfect candidate. And I was like, thank Ooh. you. <laughs> and then, but she's like, but do it now because you're going to have another change like in 10 years. You want to do this and that. And then I was like, whatever. I don't care anymore. And
3: then he was like, was lasers like, in my eye?
2: Yeah. I thought it was like a permanent thing. And she's like, just wait. I'm like, okay, whatever. There's like a change that happens at 42 or something. I don't know.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. But Tony, you have not you have your have your eyes gotten better?
0: It, 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 both. One of them has gotten better and one got worse. Ooh. Um my yeah, they're both terrible, but like yeah, if these numbers mean anything to you, literally like one of them is like a negative 3 and the other one's a negative 7. Oh my god. I
1: goodness. don't even wow. know what that means.
0: Yeah, it's just the the number the numbers in the prescription. 5.5. What's that? Oh.
1: Mine
3: are both negative 5.5. 5.
0: That's what mine were like around that. They were both pretty close. And then suddenly yeah. now they're like this huge difference. Yeah.
3: That is wild.
0: Huh? Hmm. Huh. Can you drum Have with them had- on? Have you tried drumming with your glasses Ooh, good on? good question. Uh, I have tried in the past, but I, I don't like it because it just gets, you know, gets super sweaty and sweaty, just, yeah, fogged not, up. Yeah, exactly. You
2: have to put
3: on one of those
1: things that the kids in elementary yeah, school have to keep their glasses yeah, you on. You got to
2: put some, uh, some Lex specs, some athletic <laughs> specs <pretty laughs> um,
1: Okay. So let's delve into sugar sausage. I was just listening to the most recent episode of Couple Friends. That is Jenna and Al's podcast, which was very entertaining. Uh, and you're talking about Super Bowl snacks. Mm-hmm. And someone mentioned, what, what was the list you were reading from? It
3: was CBS Sports, people who work in their NFL okay. group, giving their best Super Bowl snacks.
1: Okay. Now, someone mentioned sugar sausage. And then Al was like, Google sugar sausage. Be careful. Now, I need to know, <laughs> were you making the joke that I thought you were making?
2: <laughs> well, I, just, I saw some things on uh, Urban Dictionary. And I and I said, "Whoa, that's you know, because we're a family-friendly podcast, right?" So yeah, just you know,
1: just so then, yes, Google you with were. caution. Yes, you yes. Were. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I enjoyed that because my mind is in the gutter. Yes. Uh, so anyway, what it's like a sweet sausage. It's this was the recipe read from
3: if I remember correctly, which it was just last night. So, kielbasa <laughs> uh, in a crock pot, chopped up in a crock pot with a can of light beer and a bunch of brown sugar and you just let it cook for a few hours. Huh. I think that would be good, actually. I think it would be really good. I bet yeah. it's delicious. Or if you don't want do- to do beer, you can do Coca-Cola.
1: Mm. Now, I say we just get right into the snack chat because I do have a couple other things I wrote down from your podcast. Okay. Um, Do you make your own black and white cookies, Jenna? Mm-hmm. How do you make the frosting that gets hard? Wait, what? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: I love
2: black
3: and white it cookies. It is um, a combination <laughs> of a little bit of milk, corn, no, corn syrup? No. Yeah. Yeah, it's corn syrup. syrup. Yeah. Corn syrup, a little bit of milk, vanilla. Uh, It's really simple, actually. Huh. So what you do is you take the cookie And you um, flip it upside down after it's baked. And so you frost the flat side, which is a little easier. Mm. And what I'll do is you can either like dip the whole thing in the white frosting and then just put the chocolate over half of it. Or you can do half and half. But I have, it took me a while. Like, I got to be honest. I made them a few times before they were good. And And I went through like several recipes and i found the best one is on sally's baking addiction i think is the website
1: and do and you they do are so good do you do vanilla over the whole thing and then chocolate on half or cuz i feel like I the think. ones i didn't even know this was like a thing you could make although <laughs> of course it would be but in my mind this is just a thing you buy and they're right. always like very exact half and half exact with the line Right. And
3: you'd be surprised because the frosty of the consistency with, I think, because of the corn syrup, Mm -hmm. it goes on really smooth. Like it goes on straight. It's the weirdest thing. Once in a while, I'll mess it up and it's not as pretty. But I've gotten better at it. And we love black. Al and I, like that's our favorite cookie. And we had them at our wedding and we went to a bakery because we got married in Utah. And we went to a bakery in Utah and they're like, we've never even heard of these. And I'm like, well, you got to make them. So they like researched and they made a whole bunch of different ones and had me taste them. And then I was like, I think this is the most accurate one. And then they
1: made us 900 of them for our wedding. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Wow. I have 900 questions to go with the 900 (laughs) cookies. So you went to a bakery. They were unfamiliar with black and white cookies. Yeah. And instead of saying okay, cool. Bye. You're yep. just like, no, you have to learn. But <laughs> walk me through this, please. Yeah. I I just
3: thought, well, don't you want to learn how to make a new cookie that no one in Utah is selling or serving? And they were like, well, I don't know, maybe. So I explained it to them. I told them about it. I showed them pop culture references. I told them <laughs> that I was expanding their creative horizons. Okay. You're, you're and- like the wind
1: beneath their wings. <laughs>
3: I don't know if I did that much. So I think the lady was pretty nice. And she's like, yeah, we'll we'll do that. That'd be fun for us. So she figured it out. And um, yeah, they were amazing. We ate. I mean, we bought so many of them because we didn't do a wedding cake. So the <clears> cookie was our cake. I didn't so, know you
1: didn't do a wedding cake. Yeah, like we it. were like,
3: we don't <laughs> yeah. need did tradition. You, Forget did it. Did you
1: stack them in like a fun way or anything?
3: No, we just had them laid out really pretty on these huge trays all over. I love this. They were Uh, beautiful. And then we ate black and white cookies for like a month after our wedding because we had too many.
1: The ones that they made a whole bunch of different ones, were any of them just like, that one's definitely a dud?
3: Yeah. Like some of them tasted just like sugar cookies Mm -hmm. or they were too hard. Because you want that like soft cakey because it's really like a cake cookie. Mm -hmm. And so they figured it out. And I think what you need is a recipe that has a lot of buttermilk in it. Because that's what Mm -hmm. I use when I make it. And I think that makes it that like almost
1: cake like. I'm always surprised that buttermilk is not a creamy, rich milk, but it tastes like milk with vinegar in it. And in (laughs) fact, I've read, did you know this, Tony? No. Yeah. Before I just said what I said, what would you have guessed buttermilk was?
0: Uh Yeah, kind of what you said, I think. yeah, mm. Never really Cream. thought about it, to be honest. But yeah, I probably would have gone there. <laughs> Expand your mind, I, I know. I don't spend a lot of time <laughs> thinking about buttermilk. Contrary to popular <laughs> opinion. I
1: know. Wow. <laughs> That's one of these things that everyone... It's a, a real Tony Thaxton misconception. Yeah, mm. no. It's like if you are out of buttermilk, I think you can make a substitute by putting a, t- a tablespoon of vinegar in milk or something. It's Lemmon when cookies. you're making... What? Oh, it's lemon. It's so yeah. that's so gross sounding to me. Yeah. But I guess when they make butter, buttermilk is the the like residue or the, the milk that's left over after all the fat goes into the butter. Gross. And other stuff. Yeah. hmm Yeah. <laughs> well, now we know. Okay. Gun to your head. And I don't know why someone's putting a gun to your head over the following question, but gun to your head. Are you eating the vanilla side or the chocolate side first? Because I'm going vanilla and I don't oh, even know no. if I'm finishing the chocolate side.
3: Um, I vanilla is my favorite too. Okay. I'll always the first, and, the, and what
2: the first bites always right down the middle, the perfect oh. balance of of, yeah, of chocolate both. and vanilla.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm, no, not for me.
3: I so at the donut <laughs> pub in New York on Fourteenth Street. Have you been there?
1: Maybe? No, but everyone That's knows where I they did live have in New York.
3: The best black and white cookies, and you can actually have them mailed to your house. My friend shipped them to us. It was like the greatest day ever. Anyway, they have black and white cookies. They're huge, and they will do the normal black and white half and half, and then they'll just do vanilla. and just Oh, it for people who want just their favorite side.
1: I like. It's like the opposite of getting half of something on, like where you get toppings on just half the pizza. Yeah, it's the opposite yeah. of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so Al, you're fence sitting. Jenna, you're vanilla like me. Yeah, Tony, Mister Black and White Cookie. Yeah, what's your? How do you do it?
0: I mean, I, I. I I'm so, sort of with Al because I I kind of love them both equally, but I guess if I really had to pick, I'd I'd actually maybe go vanilla.
1: There's a gun to your head, Tony. You remember? <laughs> yeah, I don't but know I, why.
0: I, uh, it's pretty hard to scare me, though. You know, it's, they don't want. There's
1: a gun to your head. They don't want your gold record. <laughs> they don't want other your drums no. or other rare, bizarre albums you might have. They don't want your dog, which Frenchies go for quite a bit on the black market. Yeah, is my this understanding sounds like a they, foolish move on their part. <laughs> they just want. They don't want any of your stereo equipment. They just want to know vanilla or chocolate.
0: All right, give me the vanilla. Yep. Oh. Yeah.
1: yeah he's just you know what the glasses he's intellectual it's like that professor <laughs> you. vibes you know Thank yes you. your profs are there are there um patches on your aew hoodie <laughs> and i don't mean like cool band patches i mean like you know elbow uh, patches. no i got
0: patches. you i i yeah. so wish i could pull them up and have something there but
1: that would be I'll, yes amazing
0: <laughs> people just listening yes
1: all right. And then my last snack chat question, but really, we'll probably get back to snack chat. Um, Jenna, you mentioned your favorite brownie is Ghirardelli triple chocolate. Yeah. And boy, I was hard pressed to figure out where that third bit of chocolate is coming from. Because I figure chocolate in the That's brownie, there's probably chocolate chips. Where's the third?
3: It's well, I think it's different kinds of chocolate chips. So you have oh. milk chocolate, semi sweet Maybe even a dark in there. I'm telling you, they are the best brownies. They're only at Costco. I mean, they have Ghirardelli brownies at the grocery store, but I've never seen the triple. But Mm -hmm. I've seen double chocolate. I've seen other kinds of Ghirardelli at the store. Costco has like a special deal where they get the good ones. And I'm telling you, the best.
1: I think it's because of you. Ooh, from Snapchat to Gal Chat. I think it's because of you that I tried the Kirkland brand shampoo and conditioner. Were you? The one? Yeah. Definitely. Affordable. Yeah, it, it's in my kids' bathroom. And then I was looking and like I think it's they think it's they claim, the people who do blogs about this that it's Pureology. I think, right? It, I mean, which is a very be. expensive brand.
3: I know. I use I. My stylist, my hair stylist, is very passionate about my hair and he wants me to only use Pureology. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll use that on special occasions and then I'll use the Costco.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, it might be the same thing. That's the thing. Wow. Wait, how do you know that your stylist is passionate about your hair? Because you said that and I was like, wait, is mine passionate about my hair? Like, I think he likes to do it when I come in with my credit card, but I don't know if I feel that he's passionate about it. I-
3: I feel like my hairstylist and I have a unique bond and friendship.
1: Just <laughs> and go, he's girl. He's
3: also Al's hairstylist, and I think Al can attest to this—that he and I are like very good friends. <laughs> and I feel like he's invested in my hair. Like he—he he and I, we talk about it. He helps me. He's just—he's kind of a hair guru. What? Wow. Yeah.
2: He—he he definitely Al- is. He definitely is. We like grew up. We grew up in like the same town, and in, like in the suburb of Chicago randomly and so he knows like my childhood basically yeah Yeah, it's really really weird and uh, he knows hair really well like he just I never I didn't even tell him what to do I just walked in all crazy like post-covid and he was like what's up and just went to work
1: like Edward Scissorhands
2: yeah
1: Al's hair has never (laughs) looked better um are you still doing a three-in-one body wash for your hair
2: I'm I'm like doing the Costco now I feel like I need to be a little more. Uh, picky and choosy of, mm. of oh, he's like gotten body you. wash and all that stuff <laughs> um, but so, i did okay. go back like a couple months ago and i used it because we were like vacationing somewhere or something and i bought it and i did genuinely miss it i was mm-hmm. like this is wonderful the efficiency the, three the feel win. it was amazing so i do miss it
1: so wait, now you're using Costco on your hair. What are you using on your body? A two-in-one?
2: No, I have like Spice. an Old Spice something or other. Uh, they they have
1: a locked
3: I body wash, and it's so weird. It's like, ooh, I smell like Al. Whoa, this is weird. Yeah. Is it a
1: manly scent? Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, I think it's called like Denali or something, or like face punch. I don't know. It's like very <laughs> – it feels really good. And uh, Jenna is very sensitive to smells. So I'm hesitant to change things up so that she doesn't think that there's a stranger in her house or she well, finds me less I, attractive.
3: I will <laughs> admit that my nose is, like, annoyingly sensitive. I It bothers me. But he, like, he'll change deodorants and he'll walk by me and I'm like, what? Who are you? What's happened to my
1: husband? Where have
2: you been? I'm like, okay, I just was in the bathroom. I took a shower. That's all.
1: So yeah. do you have like a – like you feel threatened by it a little bit? Yeah, because I'm like what – like it's like almost yeah. jarring because like, Okay. It's, yes. No, yeah, go ahead. I, I feel like I talked about it. It's horrible.
3: Like what? You've changed. I don't know anything about you anymore.
1: Yes. Okay. I've experienced this twice, not with Daniel. But when I was – I want to say like eight or nine, my mom who had always dressed – a and I think I've, I might have mentioned this, but it was years ago – uh she always dressed a particular way she dressed like a a, like a sort of conservatively dressed 80s mom so we're talking like a gold rope chain with an s on it a blouse that was up to her neck that had like a bow maybe like a long skirt fashionable you know like a different purse for each outfit cool as fuck yeah fashionable (laughs) um and like eighties makeup as well. She went to this guy who was like a makeup artist, and he gave her special makeup. And it was like you know maybe a little too much contour, a little too much blush, and like kind of dark lipstick, but fashionable for the time. Yeah, hell yeah. But then I don't know. This woman came into our life. Jenna, have you heard me tell this story? No, but I feel I like might. maybe I told it. I feel like the last time I told it was probably when we were still with the Bobo Boys. So okay. many years okay, ago, maybe. Uh huh. Um, but. This woman came into her life who was – I don't know if she was a true stylist or if she was like on the side she's a stylist. She had an accent, and I just remember her putting my mom in different outfits and being like, Ooh, my mom's name is Shelly. like, oh, Shelly, that one is so sexy. And I was just like, I hate this. And suddenly my mom was showing cleavage. And I look back and I remember my dad bought her this outfit. And I was just like, my parents have lost their fucking mind. Excuse my language. But the funny thing is the outfit was not like it was yellow leggings and an oversized knit yellow oh. jacket that went with it. It was not particularly revealing but I was just like, "Who? Are, yes. You guys used to be my sensible parents, and now everyone is having a midlife crisis. I don't recognize you. You're showing cleavage. I feel I'm. I need my mom back. Right. It's a violation. Okay. Thank you. Yes. yes. No one. People can't just go changing their scent or their no. outfits without no. letting you know this doesn't mean I'm leaving you. How, I mean, that was how exactly. old was
2: she at that time?
1: So my mom was 24 when she, so she would have been like, uh, 33, 34.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I get that. That's yeah, like when you're trying it. to reinvent.
3: But yes, like, I feel like now that you bring this up, I do feel like I do this to my children all the time because <laughs> I look so sloppy, like 95% of the time that when I get ready for something, they're very nervous. <laughs> they mom's leaving. Yes. Mom has a work. Something's going on. This is unsettling. And so maybe I should get
1: ready more often. (laughs) They, So my dad had two watches. And there was one that was like his going out watch, his fancier watch. And apparently when I was two, if he would put that watch on, I would have a full meltdown because I knew what it meant. Kids and mine do too. They totally hone in on any subtle change. Like mm-hmm. I don't I don't do my nails very often, but I did recently put on nail polish, the remnants of which are on two nails. Mm-hmm. But oh. I walked into Owen's room and he was instantly like touched my hand and was yeah. like, What is that? And any like Elliot will be like, Why are you dressed like that? <laughs> I'm like yes. I'm going to, I'm doing a show. <laughs> um yeah, it's funny how they hang on like everything like that. Our, oh.
2: our son guy, he's eighteen months now. And so oh. he can walk and say words or whatever. But since I work at home, I'll be down in the kitchen and I'll do like, I'll, like I I'll, was like, I'll, like, I'll, like, all right, I'm heading upstairs. And as soon as like I breathe in, he like recognizes what the like preamble is to tell everyone <laughs> I have to go back to the office. He just loses it. No. no Almost no, hug and Dad, run over. It's no. crazy. Oh,
1: that's yeah. so sweet. The other time that I felt threatened like this was – my sister suddenly started pronouncing the word measure, measure. <laughs> and I was just like, who are you? Who have you been hanging out with that pronounces it? She was in college when people try on different, you know, personalities yes. and lifestyles. And she was, I was just like, there's a bad influence making you say measure. I think she says measure now. I think she's back. But still. Thank goodness. I think yeah.
2: that's the urge to blow up my life. Every five years. And not anymore, obviously, Jenna, we're staying together, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Okay, got it. We'll
2: blow it up together. <laughs> sure. But I think there's like an enjoyment of just like going like, hit the delete button, step away. I go by Al now. And then <laughs> I'm just like, because you can't just go like, hey, my name's Al now. Like, but you're yes. Alan. We've known right. you as Alan. You can't be right. Al. Just got to blow it all up.
0: I,
3: I say, no, you're an Al, okay?
2: Uh, you made it happen, but- I, sometimes you just got to move cities, delete your phone book, start fresh, be like, measure, Apple I I don't know. You just like change who you are, use an accent, <laughs> change it all.
1: The first time Jenna referred to you as Al, it was like the funniest thing. Because you, in- <laughs> no offense, <laughs> it was. You invented it though, right? Because the yeah. hashtag Al was like,
3: a description yeah Yeah. like we were joking about it and then i think i said it on the show on your show and everyone thought it was funny and then we just started using it regularly and then we started our show and you were like yeah i'll say and now people call him out all the time in regular life and he's like i never imagined i would become an owl
1: i still think i think of him as an owl it no longer has the the like joke Cash. it's no longer a joke hashtag <laughs> it's who you are but wait in your in your personal life do you call him al or alan like around I the house Al.
3: she calls
2: me
1: al. i mean
3: i call you both
1: but like it's
3: almost funny to hear alan because <laughs> our oldest girls obviously know what our names are but they call us mom and dad but then once in a while our dylan second oldest she will go like Alan.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah. Just the <laughs>
1: says it? It's so funny.
3: Alan. <laughs> Alan. Is that your name? And it just is the so funny. For some reason, it's so funny. It kills me.
1: That is
2: yeah. so cute. No, my dad wanted to call me AJ. And he stuck with that for like maybe five or six days after I was born. And then they abandoned that. And then in seventh grade, there was another guy named Al. And he was like, Alan, come with me. We're about to introduce ourselves to seventh grade English. Nobody knows your name. Let's do this. And he's As like,
1: what? Hey. Let's be Al?
2: Yeah. Like when they say, like when they call your name, Alan, just tell the teacher your name is Al because that's my name too. And we're going to do this together. And, <laughs> and then she was like, Alan, I'm like here. And I couldn't do it.
1: Oh, no, deserted. Kid. I don't know. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Good job. Is. Way to go. <laughs> these glasses are really doing something um wait did did the other guy continue with al
2: his name was always al it worked for him oh he was trying
1: to like bring he was trying to recruit you yeah Yeah. he wanted a second al
2: because because his name was alan but everybody knew him as al right mine was alan and you know whatever but anyway i couldn't do it transition swore it off
1: yeah so wait al parentheses n What uh what's the last time you blew up your life in this way that you're talking about?
2: Uh well when Jenna and I got married we like we moved cities, I changed jobs, like complete reversal, everything's gone, total blow up. And then when we moved to Atlanta, it was like you yeah. know, just destroy everything. I I still stayed in My the same heart. position. <laughs> yeah, but then we moved across country, just blew everything up. <laughs>
3: We did, so. and
1: now we're kind of like, how can we do that again? Well, you ha- you did do but like a move. sudden move. I yeah, mean, from true. that from the first Georgia house to the second one, yeah, that's true.
3: And Al's worried that I'm gonna like try that
1: again. Like, hey, let's uh, move again. <laughs> oh wait, were you were you behind this last one? Yes. Did you find was, the house? But yourself? I think
3: I was more excited about the move than he was because our house, the house we moved into, was so scary.
2: Yes. Yeah, it was yeah. A train wreck. Just a train wreck. I had to Wait, know that do I
1: know about this? Well Do I know yeah. that it was scary?
2: So this house we moved into, um, the whole entire basement was like Tennessee volunteers orange, like like fifteen hundred square feet of
0: just pure orange. Oh, I remember I feel like I remember this. Yeah. Yeah. Up and you know, every like,
3: room was a different color. Nothing worked. It smelled really bad. There was like Broken, I mean, literally just like pipes that weren't installed Hmm. properly, sinks that weren't hooked up. Everything was insane, but we've changed it a lot.
1: And now it's fantastic. Oh, wait, that's the house you're in now. This is the house we're in now. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that I was aware of. It was that house was very like a pizza. I I keep going back to the 80s, but it's my uh, for some reason it's on my mind. Like a pizza joint in the 80s, like black, white, red. Yes. Yes, Yes. Yes. Lots of that. So
3: yeah, we, that was definitely blowing up our life for sure. But I mean, the problem is we both get antsy, Al and I. So we do yeah, have to like look for things.
2: But it was a major blow up. We moved, we had a baby and I changed jobs all yeah. in like a six month period. Yeah. yeah. So yeah.
3: Cause we're crazy. We like to punish we're ourselves. O- yeah.
2: We're okay for now. We have like three, we have maybe like two, three more years before we have to do the next blow up. So <laughs> stay tuned.
1: Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> um, Speaking of moving, Tony just moved. So we're oh. now looking at the new place, right?
0: Yeah, it's you are. Yeah, it's still still a bit of a work in progress, but we've we've gotten a lot done, but yeah, there's still still more work to be done.
1: Are you you're completely out of the old place though, right?
0: Basically, yeah. Technically, I think I still have like 2 more days until I have to mm. be out, but uh I have I literally just have like a couple of things in the backyard I have to go get still, but yeah, either doing that tonight or tomorrow and I'm out. How's nice. how's it all going? Great, we absolutely love the new place. It has pretty much the the only thing it doesn't have that we would have liked to have had is it doesn't have a fenced in yard for Bentley. But mm-hmm. um, it we've been totally fine with that. You know, we just we have to take you him out instead of just opening the door now. But that's totally fine because where I lived before. I, You, no, you never, you were never there, were you? No,
1: I was never there. I saw some pictures, but I was never there.
0: Yeah, because it was, it was on a big hill. Um, and so like everything was kind of a, even just going on a walk felt like it was, it was so much more work than it actually was just because (laughs) of the hill. Um, so it's nice to be on some flat land now. And, uh, so like taking him out is, it, we really don't mind at all. So that, that one thing that was like, oh, I wish I had this, it's totally not a thing. We're, we're really loving it
1: live on the kind of hill where if you were parked on the street like your door wouldn't stay open or if you were wearing rollerblades you'd die
0: yes yeah it was very (sighs) steep like it was the kind of thing like i got very used to it but anybody that came over like everyone would comment on it
1: (laughs) so (laughs) i realized and this is another thing that jenna and al may remember because i think this came up on a show with you guys um when we were uh, uh, when we went looking for a house there were like three phases of it spread out by some years. Um we we initially started like a few years before we actually moved. But in the course of I think the first go round maybe in, remember there was that house I fell in love with and then it came back on the market which we we don't live in, but I was like this house is it's a sign but uh, maybe it wasn't <laughs> or maybe it, w- it was, I don't know. But anyway, that we're not in that house, but when we were looking for houses I realized I have a bit of a phobia of hills. Hmm. And I've looked it up. There is like, I I wish I could say like, oh, yeah, I have hillophobia. There's no actual name for this. I don't (laughs) think it really exists. But something about a house on a hill feels so precarious to me, even though like, I'm sure it's pretty secure. I'm sure that it's, you know, not going to just fall into an abyss or something. Mm -hmm. But it feel – it. I was just like I don't know that I would ever feel like I'm on terra firma living in a house on a hill like this. And maybe I just don't trust my feet. I don't know what it is. There's something very um, unnerving about very windy, steep hills to me. I'm crazy? Think
2: <laughs> I think it's like uh, – my theory is it's like as you get older, these other fears come out because we yes. live on a lake – and we bought like uh, little just kayaks because you can go out on the lake for whatever. And I, I have the canoeing merit badge, the motorboating merit badge, <laughs> <have the> sailing <laughs> merit badge. Weird. I know. I Boing. know. It's family friendly, but I know where you're all going with it.
1: It's not an easy merit badge oh. to get. No, we're already there. We already went there. We're there and back. I've already pitched a tent there. I,
2: so I – I can handle the water. And I go out on these kayaks and I'm like kind of genuinely scared for some reason of being on the water in a boat.
1: Yes. It's really weird. Yeah. Have I you guys ever been think. on a cruise? Yes.
0: No. I have not. And uh <laughs> Motion City is supposed to be playing one this summer, but we're actually but we're but we I guess the actual show happens before the, the thing leaves, and we uh-huh. have the option to, like, we can go if we want, and
1: I'm I'm not going to go.
0: I have no desire <laughs> to go on a cruise.
1: Is this, like, a rock cruise? Yeah. What other, b- can you say, what other bands? Uh,
0: I, I believe Coheed and Cambria is, like, the, ah. it's, like, a their thing.
1: I do not understand. Like, there was just the Jericho cruise. Mm-hmm. I don't quite, and I know that the Adam Carolla show... Does some cruises sometimes. I don't quite understand the celebrity or, or 311 does, like, how does that yeah. work? Is it like you perform and then also it's a nonstop meet and greet?
0: I really don't know. I've, I've I've never done it. And it just, I don't know. It doesn't appeal to me. I, I find the ocean. I, Same. I, I find it pretty Scary. terrifying. Like, especially yes. I, I, I will get in the ocean. I'm not a huge fan of it. But the thought of like being out in like the middle of the ocean mm. is just not appealing to me.
1: <laughs> the last few times I did those paddle boats. I never know if it's paddle or pedal. Uh It's the same experience that I have with cucumber where I'm like, I thought I could do this. I thought I could see if I like it, but turns out I don't like this. And I made us pedal or paddle back to shore. And those <laughs> boats are like ridiculous. They're very, I mean, you can't, you see, you see the, you see my dad from the boat. You're not very far away, but I was just like, I, <laughs> I'm not into can't this. Do <laughs> Tony, do you get seasick? No. It's
0: not that. I just, I just, uh, it's just that thing of, of, uh, for me, it's, you know, what is that, that fact? It's like that, I think it's like 4% of the ocean floor has been explored. Yeah, it's, so, it's awful. And like, I not didn't that know I expect that. to be like that far down or anything, but like, I just, when you think about that fact, like, that is terrifying oh, yeah. to me. Like, there well, are, there are fucking monsters in the ocean that we have no idea about.
3: There are. I completely believe that. No, I went on a cruise one time in high school and our <laughs> bunks or rooms. Was it with were, your school? It was with my dad. Okay. And he and his wife had like a really nice uh, room up top with a view. Mm-hmm. And the rest of us kids had like the fun kid room which <laughs> was down uh so far below that when you got to your room I opened the tiny little window and half of it was underwater and I was horrified and terrified and I thought I'm sleeping underwater every night mm. on this boat. Are you kidding me? And there was this was like back when um we had like some internet and I finally had a cell phone. None of it worked on the cruise. The <sighs> internet was terrible and I was like this is a nightmare But I did get second place in the Cruises karaoke competition. So, (gasps) hell yeah. Bright spot to my. What was your your song? uh, What did I sing? Is it like a Mariah
2: Carey song or something?
3: No, I think I sang Aretha Aretha Franklin. Oh. I think I sang Respect. I used to be able to sing. I can't sing anymore. My voice is not good. But when I was in high school, I I was singing all the time and I had a pretty okay voice. But I lost to a guy who could sing just like Prince. And I felt like that was a worthwhile loss. Like he was really good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know that I had Miles Khan on the show recently. Yes. So, so fun. Yeah. So for anyone who is not, Miles used to work at The Daily Show. Um, he and I met on OK Cupid. We went on like a couple of dates and then we became just friends. It's, there's much more to the story, which we delved into in like embarrassing detail on that episode. <laughs> But uh, but I got Jenna out of it because I think he recommended you for the show and that's yeah. how we met. And Miles. then yeah, go ahead. Oh no,
3: go ahead. Sorry. Interrupted you.
1: No, I was just gonna say that he and I had we follow each other and there was like very occasional social media contact. And then I don't know how we got in touch again. It was like through Twitter DM and I, and I said, Would you want to come on the show? And he said yes. And he's married now. Right. And day of I said Can we like, is it okay to mention how we met or would that, would you rather not? And he's like, yeah, we totally can. Um, He's like, I wasn't, I wasn't awful to you or anything, was I? And I said, (laughs) no, because I think he thought maybe I was going to like ambush him or something on this that came out on the show, you know? Right, right, right. (laughs) Which by the way. I don't like that version of me, the version of me that's like, I'm going to bring this guy on from years ago and then I'm going to give him what for. <laughs> but anyway, I realize Well this is that-
0: Allison's show. <laughs> oh, <thanks.
1: laughs> I realize and I'm realizing that the audience already knows because they're like, yes, we heard. But Jenna doesn't know. Right. Um, I realized that I I don't ever empty out my inbox. So I have every single old email. Um, so I went back and I looked and I saw I found our emails and I was like, oh, my God, there was so much more. To this than I remember in my mind, we went on a couple dates. He said he he feels more like a just friend vibe with me. That was it. I met you. He came on my show, gave me a haircut because he's like good at cutting hair. That was it. But I looked back and it was like when he I did I I mean I I tried to sound all breezy, but when he said that he wanted he thought like we should be just friends I was like, can I, I mean, I I waited a little while, but then I'm like, can I just ask like, how is it that you don't find me attractive? And I'm like, <laughs> I didn't put it that way, but it was like so painful to reread because I was like, so can brave. I just, can I just have, I know, well, I was just tired of never asking these questions. So I'm like, could we just do, I didn't say this, but it was as if I was doing an exit interview. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mortifying. <laughs> I found yeah, but it at mortifying. At least you went
3: on a few dates. I got an email from a guy once that was like, it was like, hey, just so you know, I only see us as friends. And I was like, we haven't even been on a date. Wait. We talked one time at church. We hung out in like a group setting. And he literally, like we went with a whole group of people to a movie. And he emailed me later that night and said, just so you know, I'm not interested. And I think we should just be friends. And I was like, I didn't. That's was so I presumptuous. Like, was I staring at him? Did he think that <sighs> I, what's happening? It really shook me. <laughs> I was like, "Am I a freak? Like, what is happening?"
1: No, I think he's the freak. That's so wired. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what did you say? Did you, no, say? Did you respond? Did you oh, respond to
3: him? I don't think so. But I had to see him at church every week after that.
1: And, and no one had suggested that you guys be more than friends or anything. I- it was just uh, just, a, uh, just a drive-by rejection. <laughs> it
3: was- uh, yes, it was literally out of the blue. I showed my friends; they all laughed. We all like, we all were like, but it deep down, I was a little shook because I'm yeah. like, did I do something weird? Did right. I like wink at you or something? <laughs>
1: like, something in Gave your me eye? This
3: idea that I like? Did we brush hands and I didn't realize like you thought I was putting the moves on you? I don't understand what this is all about.
1: <laughs> that it makes so no sense. Weird. Oh, yeah. nice. Oh, you know what? Speaking oh, of
3: Miles, so you guys went on date. We got introduced, whatever. He and I, so I made, he's like a very good bike rider and mm-hmm. he used to ride all over the city and come into the city on a bike and go to work. And he was really great at it and had like a really great bike. And I, just in my youth naivety, whatever, he, we were talking about, I'm like, that's so cool, you bike. I have a bike and I, oh, it'd be so fun, whatever he's like, oh, let's go riding. And I had like a $20 bike that I had bought <laughs> from some stranger on Craigslist. That was so bad. I was like, yeah, let's do it. So I'm like, yeah, let's show me the city. Show me how to do this. And we went on like this insane bike ride. And the entire time I was like dying. I'm like oh, riding God. behind him, like trying to keep up. Like, this is great. I got this. <laughs> we drove. Every- I mean, we went everywhere. And I had the worst Crappiest bike, and he showed up in like gear and had a cool speed bike. And I will never forget that day of just it was fun because it all worked out. But the entire time we were riding was me panicking inside, like, just keep up with him. You just gotta keep up. You just can't show that you're weak. And oh, I don't know how I survived.
1: Did you, did they, did it involve taking the bike on the subway? Yes, and on a bridge. Okay. I also, and I wonder if it was around that same time, I was in Orange County with my Orange County friends, and they were going to go bike riding to the beach. And they didn't invite me because, but they told me, we didn't invite you because we know you would never do something like this. And I and, <laughs> Yeah, I know. And I was like, oh, I'll show you a thing or two. So I basically dared myself into it I remember showing and by the way you know me you know I don't show my upper arms I showed up in rolled up sweatpants and a tank top I was like I don't I don't know who I was I was bike lady and that's when I realized like wow because you know how they say you never forget how to ride a bike I was like did I ever know how to ride a bike I remember (laughs) having one but I cannot turn left or right I can only go straight. <laughs> I can't turn. So I, I liked one of the one of the guys. That's who was part of this whole where we didn't invite you thing. That's why, basically, why I went. But so then I was like, I'm now into biking. I love it. <laughs> Got to New York. Dustin let me borrow or basically have his old bike. Um, and then my friend Leah and I biked. Because I was in my bike phase. We biked to Roosevelt Island. Yep. And that involved Bridget. it involved all the forms of transportation with this fucking bike. Excuse my language again. <laughs> we had to get on a boat with the bike.
3: <laughs> this is amazing because this is exactly what is I that, did with
1: Miles. Like, is what there just one? There's just if you if you want to bike the entire if you want the New York bike experience, I guess there's one route you take. I guess so. We were on a boat. We were on an island. We I mean And then I just remember at the end of the day, trying to get this bike back up, like down the subway stairs, up the subway stairs, onto the subway. And I don't know what happened. Like my body just gave out because other people saw me and just helped me. (laughs) (laughs) I've never been more. I wanted to abandon the bike. I've never been more helpless. The whole thing was so... Miserable, but especially the last. I like. Wish I could have taken the bike in a cab. It was so awful, and that was probably one of the last times I've ever ridden a bike. Yes. <laughs>
3: Riding the bike in New York
1: is so scary. <laughs> Having yes. someone help you—that he hurts. New York, multiple, nice, multiple okay. people helped me <laughs> because I just, I like, my arms stopped working. I think I, I don't know if I like fell down the stairs with the bike. I know, just it was so heavy. So it does. It's crazy. I
3: So I rode my bike after that experience with Miles like a few more times. And then I had a series of bad events. Oh, no. One where I like slipped off a curb (gasps) and almost crashed. One where someone opened their door and almost hit me. So I had to like swerve out into traffic. And then I thought I was going to die. And then the final time, which was the final straw, I was going down the West Side Highway, having a lovely time, headed to a friend's house. Something flew into my eye. (laughs) Sorry. My contact (laughs) fell out. And I'm so blind that I'm like, I can't ride my bike with one contact. Like, And I can't close my eye because then I have no like…
1: Depth perception.
3: Yes. It was so bad. So I had to walk the bike back to my apartment. And I thought to myself, I think I have to be done riding a bike (laughs) in the city. I think the city is telling me, you're not cut out for this. Knock it off. (laughs) Yes. (laughs)
1: Yes. Yep. <laughs> I also don't like, and this makes me sound like a uh, six-year-old, but uh, I would prefer to ride on the sidewalk. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I don't like riding in the street. Although I think there's huge bike lanes in New York now. Now there's a lot more, and like Times
3: Square, half of it is bike lanes. But even right. still, I don't know. I was not tough enough, I guess.
1: No, me neither. But then some bike people get—they get really angry.
3: Yeah.
1: Because they're they're upset with the way they're treated by cars, which I understand because you are very vulnerable. I think we got out just in time, Jenna, before we became bitter. I I think so. Um, Listen, I need to tell you guys about something that is not going to make you bitter. It's going to make you happy to hear about it. It's Little Spoon. One thing you're probably hearing over and over this time of year, new year, new you, we know that as busy par- as a busy parent, you don't have time to completely overhaul your life in the new year. One change that's easy to make that will make your life easier in 2023 is Little Spoon. Now, perhaps you're thinking, "We're already for a second I was like, "Wait, it's already spring." It's not. My brain just fast-forwarded. Um, look, Little Spoon I have Little Spoon Meals in my refrigerator right now. They are amazing. It's a one-stop shop for healthy, easy mealtime and snack time for your baby, toddler, and big kid delivered right to your door. Uh, yes, you can have Little Spoon in your life for years to make mealtime healthy, tasty, and easy. They deliver fresh, organic baby food from single ingredients to multi texture purees, uh, toddler, and big kid meals that are free of junk and taste amazing. Uh, healthy snack time with organic smoothies in the form of convenient pouches. My kids love the pouches. I've mentioned this before, but every time we go to, no, the one, sorry, one time I we went to Disconso and I brought little spoon smoothie pouches. And now every subsequent time I have to bring them because they have associated them with Disconso, but it's great. But also the meals I have there, these, um, these plates that are like sectioned, they have a few different items on them. They're uh, you know, packaged in a way that's super easy. You could just pop them in the microwave and it's it's. I've tasted it. It's all really good. Make this year's chaos a little more manageable with time-saving, delicious, and healthy meals and snacks your kids will love. Go to littlespoon.com and enter our code NEWBESTFRIEND at checkout to get 50% off your first Little Spoon order. That's LITTLESPOON, L-I-T-T-L-E-S-P-O-O-N.com and enter our code NEWBESTFRIEND for 50% off at checkout. And then I also want to talk to you guys about Master class. I love masterclass. Daniel loves masterclass. You can take these classes from amazing instructors and you learn from like the world's best minds anytime, anywhere at your own pace. I took a writing class with Judy Bloom. Um, They have cooking classes with like top chefs. They have uh, screenwriting. I mean, just these just really established Moguls, really, you can learn marketing from chris jenner uh, it 's amazing, and then there 's one that I keep saying i 'm going to take, and once I do look out you guys it 's criminal profiling from like the guy who I think invented criminal profiling no one 's going to get one over on me after that, but the one that I am very excited about because I follow this woman on instagram carla welch who is a celebrity stylist she's styled stars like justin bieber tracy ellen ross she has her own clothing line i've been following her for years uh so when so when i heard carla welch has a masterclass on personal style i was like i know exactly who this is um and uh i think if she had styled my mom years ago we wouldn't have been in that pickle I think my mom needed to have watched Carla Welch's class on building and owning your personal style. I highly recommend you check Masterclass out. Get unlimited access to every class. And as an Allison Rosen's New Best Friend listener, you get 15% off an annual membership. Go to masterclass.com slash bestfriend now. That's masterclass.com slash bestfriend for 15% off Masterclass. Okay. 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 Oh, I love it. <laughs> it crackled a tiny bit, but I don't even care. It was like, more, it was like listening to it on a record player. <laughs> um, let's say hello and welcome to new patrons.
0: Allison wants to say thank you to a couple of special people out there. Excited to be new patrons. Patreon.com slash <laughs>
1: All right. Hello and welcome. Chad Ames. He opted for an annual subscription. Hello and welcome. Sandra Lugo. Sarah Carnes. Jenny Carr opted for the annual subscription. Elena Vliek. 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 Elena, let me know if I have butchered your name. Annual subscription. Ray Morgan converted to an annual subscription. Hello and welcome to Connor McCarthy. Erin Thomas increased her pledge. She is now at the texting level. We have exchanged texts. Sam Randall did the same. Frank Otter being the third. I love your name. Hello and welcome. Megan Huneki. Huneck. And Amy. Hello. I like everyone's names. Hello. And welcome. I should have done the last but not least thing because it, I feel like in school, they were always saying last but not least. And I was like, I never would have taken it hard until you said that. Like you're protesting too much, you know? Um, I feel like it's like a verbal drum roll, like, and we are getting to the end now. Anyway, hello, welcome, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Okay. Going back to hair for just a moment. Jenna. How are you achieving these luscious curls?
3: Oh my goodness! A year. Is this two? a is this a rod? This is yeah. It's a Dyson.
1: Oh, you do have the air wrap. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Oh, must must be nice. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I Al got it for me for Mother's Day a year or two ago, and couple, like, at first I ago. was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this correctly. But after practicing, I have finally figured out how to do it.
1: And I love it. There should be a master class in the air wrap. There should be like really Mr. Should. Dyson should teach a class. They really uh, should. In, yeah, in vacuum attachments and in the air wrap. Okay, so you can curl. What else does it do? Because there's like a whole bunch of different things it does, right? Yeah. This have- is not an ad, you guys. There are
3: two different uh, sizes of curls. Uh, this is the smaller one. And then there's an actual blow dryer attachment. So Ooh. you can use it to blow dry. And then there's like three different brushes no two different
1: brushes and a roll brush so do you what do you you use it to curl obviously do you use it for all the other stuff too
3: yes i use it so my process now yeah i use it i use all of it the two of the brushes are just for like making your hair look smooth Mm -hmm. and then the roll brush gives you that like blown out look but the really the best thing about it is the curl and so what right. I do is I just let my hair air dry and then right when it's almost dry, I do the wrap and it just, it's literally like
1: five minutes and it's done. Mm. Yeah. I feel Crazy. like that's a real mom thing. My mom always would let her hair air dry yeah. and then blow it dry at the very end. And now that's I amazing. have started doing that too. I walk around, uh, by the way, yeah. I'm fully, I'm fully committed to robe life. I walk around in my robe with yeah. my wet hair. And just then, go girl. I mean,
3: Yes. <laughs> If something happens, I start I go, I do the same thing. Al's laughing because he's like you guys are the same. It's the same. You put on your robe. It's so comfortable.
1: It's wonderful. I, it's it's the putting on version of taking off my bra. Yes. Totally. I am I'll be like it's been too many hours since I've been in that robe and then I just got to <laughs> put it on. Exactly. Over my clothes. What robe do you have? You're so asking about robes. I was ask I know I was asking questions. I this is It might be temporary. Okay. Although I really am like loving it more and more and more. But I just feel like there was another robe out there for me. So it's Pottery Barn. It's the dream robe. It's it's Robes. (laughs) I love that so much. It's very big and fluffy. Yeah. And it was in my closet for maybe five years. And I was like, I should throw this out. It's taking up so much space. I'm never going to wear it. And then when I realized I need a robe... I you pulled it, it out and I was like this is just my temporary dusty robe but it's very cozy. But I know you're an, you're an ugg robe fan.
3: Yeah. My the ugg robe is like it's my dream. I love it. It's perfect. It's exactly what I want. But pottery Barn,
1: I mean that's nothing to
3: Pottery Barn's Sneeze nice. At.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um but it's it's my kids say I look like a marshmallow. <laughs> which is true. <laughs> Who cares? It's, it's true. Um, but I just feel like there's like a sleek, warm black robe out there for me. That's my that you know, right, right, right. That's like me in robe form, maybe. Well,
3: the thing I like about the UGG one because I've had different kinds. The one that I have from UGG is it's not too big and fluffy, right? But it's so warm and soft.
1: What color did you get?
3: Mine's like a light pink. Mm. Yeah, they have Al? darker colors though.
1: I know. I got to check that out. Al, I do you have I a have robe? a
2: robe. Um I know where it hangs, but I rarely wear it. I think hugh hefner like that that's that
1: 's f- exactly where Daniel went with it
2: yeah there's just a vibe of like i 'm in a robe Ugh. and it's like <laughs> it just doesn't it feels uh yeah sexually aggressive.
1: That's so funny that for a dude, it seems sexually aggressive, whereas for a woman, it's the complete opposite. Literally, like, yeah, the
3: least sexy thing in the yeah. world. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I don't know. It's like every movie, like, oh, let me slip into something more comfortable. It's a robe. You know, the yeah. guy who's like the aggressive, uh, you know, assaulting Ladies type man. person, he's yeah. in a robe. Uh, you know, it's just, uh, so How I don't know. How can it it's be so
1: vibe. different? Yeah. Interesting. So
2: I also think that it takes twice as much effort for me to go to find the robe, to wrap it, to tie it, to be very temporary, only to be like, you know, I could just throw these sweatpants on the t-shirt and I'm like out the door.
1: Oh yeah, no sweatpants, t-shirt plus robe. That's how it goes. Yeah, I've done that. (laughs) Well, sometimes sometimes it's cold. Jenna, where does your robe live? I have a hook behind the door on my closet,
3: and it's always right there.
1: Yeah. Did you install a hook or is this one of the over-the-door hooks?
3: So this was, it is installed in the door. It was already there when we moved in, mm-hmm. but I've always, like, if it wouldn't have been, I always put up those, like, um, what are those? Command 3M Street. hooks. Yeah, 3M. And those and like stay. You can pull, oh, they're
1: so great. Maybe I need to get... I need to get a hook because I have the over the door ones, but those always make it so the door is like. Those drive me crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Get the
3: hooks. They have pretty ones. You can get ones that look like you've actually, you know, drilled a hole or whatever. Uh And I get those. I have them everywhere. I'm obsessed.
2: Jenna is a professional 3M salesperson. (laughs) She like when we had the RV because you never like you. (gasps) everything. Do you not have the
1: RV anymore? No, no, we we sold sold it. it. Yeah. Uh, Tony, play something indicating big news.
2: <laughs> I do the numbers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: What? I know. Oh my Sally. god! You were you were gonna drive out here and, and convince me that crackers and cheese aren't overrated.
3: Oh, oh they're they're so good. No,
1: That's Sally. still on the plan.
3: Sally, yeah, we're gonna get a new one. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, I see. You're just
1: between
2: to... Arby's.
3: We The plan is, the one we had, we were just abusing. <laughs> it's just, we were driving it cross-country. It couldn't handle it. Sally needed a break. Yeah. She needed a new family who's going to treat her nicer.
1: Okay. What did you do to her? Well, so
2: RVs are a special breed. and That's too much of, information. Yes. <laughs> oh, definitely. Uh, so you have gasoline, you have diesel. And then you have like the chassis rating, and so like if you get like a tour bus grade one, they're mm-hmm. built for like a million miles. The chassis are, and yeah. the smooth. chassis
1: is like the the skeleton it's, of it. Yeah, like it's the, the metal.
2: It's the metal bars that are connected to the wheels. Got it. That's what everything sits on. Um, and ours was like an entry level class A, so it looks kind of like the bus, but it's meant to go like oh, we drive hundred miles to the lake, we spend a week there, and then we drive hundred miles home. And we were doing like 2,100 miles there, doing all stuff and driving like mad. And it just – it was not going to hold up with the way we were driving it. And were
1: things going wrong or you could just tell they were going to? No.
2: You know, we had – I had upgraded the um, – the, there's a there's a steering stabilizer that you can buy that makes it much easier to drive. And then there's um, like sway bars, they call them. So when you drive an RV, if it's a cheap one like the one we had – like a a semi would pass you and you'd rock for like six to eight seconds and try to keep it going. It was really scary. So I put sway bars on it. So it was fortified, so to speak.
3: We had taken really good care of it. So we just realized like the market was hot. People wanted Mm -hmm. RVs really bad. And we knew that we needed a different RV for what we wanted it for. So we thought like, let's sell Sally now and then we'll get a new one. Yeah. Sally were your kids RV. sad? Oh they so were. Sad. we were all sad. Yeah. It was like it was like leaving someone like no. Yeah,
2: no. yeah but the and RVs, when we had to
3: empty it out. It was like so RVs
2: depressing. are a money losing operation, right? Mm. It's like you should lose tons of money. And the way the market was, we actually sold it for more than we bought it because nice. there was such a swell from the pandemic and we were early on it. Yeah. That it's just it was the right time to to get rid of it and Went to a good family. They're gonna love the heck out of oh, it yeah. and use they, it. They right. like,
3: yeah. They they'll be great. They had big plans and it was really fun. It yeah. was it, we did the right thing, but we still miss it. We talk about it and we we watch far too many videos on YouTube of other RVs. Like, oh, what if we had that sweet one? Have you seen <laughs> that? Oh, it has a half bath and a full bath, washer dryer. Are you kidding me? Yeah, a full bath in an RV. What does that mean? A shower and a bathtub. Uh no, it means like a sh- well. Some have a
1: bathtub. Yeah,
2: you can yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. But the the fancy ones will have a, like a full like a, a shower and two sinks in the back, and then they'll have a half bath like halfway through. So when you have like company to your bus, <laughs>
1: yeah. oh right. Did you guys watch Hacks? Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. Like she had a f- the, on the tour bus. Uh-huh. Deborah had the full. Yeah. The full yep. bedroom. Tony, I think I know. I know we've talked a bit. About how you guys tour in the mm. bus and stuff, but have you seen like a full, a deluxe bathroom in a tour bus? Do you guys have deluxe bathrooms?
0: Uh, nothing too crazy. We've had ones that had showers before, um, but that's that's about as deluxe as we ever had.
1: And then, but how does that work? Do you have to hook it up to a water source, or are there like tanks it's- in the? I, I,
0: am not totally sure about that, but I do know that if you used the shower, you had to kind of do it as they call it, like military style where like mm-hmm. you turn it on, get wet, turn it off, soap up, turn it back on, rinse off, turn it off, be done. Yeah, mm-hmm. So How ours, luxurious
2: ours, you had a 50, hey, gallon, it's better than no shower. That's true. Definitely.
0: Yeah. You had, we had a 50 gallon
2: freshwater tank and you had a water pump. And so if you kick the water pump on, then you can flush your toilets and you can take a shower. And then once you're on shore power, like when you stop and park, then you can hook up to city water and go unlimited and you kick on your mm-hmm. water heater and everything.
1: Huh? Yeah. I did not know. By life. the way, Dan, uh, excuse me, Al, I feel like Daniel might contact you because he's been watching The Last of Us and now he's like kind of feeling like we need to do some prepping.
2: Have him give me a call. Oh, I'll consult all day long. with
3: You him. are talking to the right person. I'm in yeah. the room right now with the food peanut storage. butter
1: and what, what do you what, like just give us a just rundown of what you're looking at
3: oh on here we've got all we got a year supply of food in here
1: now Al does that make you nervous for her to say this in case people hear this and then decide your your house is where they're going to go when you listen, know the crap goes down
2: I'm happy to share yeah, we're going to take okay. care of each other I don't think we'll ever get to that like post-apocalyptic world I just think human nature we're good people but yeah, mm-hmm. no we we have a full we have a one year supply for four people, and then I've got a three month supply of water.
1: So do you have? Because that's what Daniel mentioned last night. Like he thinks he needs to buy some like fifty gallon tanks of water. Yeah, is that what you guys have? I well, look have how excited you got!
3: Giant blue tubs of water
1: that are filled.
2: Yeah, I have two tanks. They're one hundred and sixty gallons each, and they stack on top of each other. How?
1: Um, who brings these and lifts them?
2: Oh, they're not that heavy. I can lift them, them up on on top of each other by myself, and then you fill them up.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, that makes so much more sense. Yeah. Wait, yeah. fill it up with what though? You hose fill it with waters? water,
2: and then you put in drops. Well, to no, make sure. I.
1: I know you fill it with water. <laughs> 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 your hose, Use your I hose, see. and then
3: you add these like drops to it to keep it. Okay, Got it. Right.
2: Yeah. Is
1: that
3: right, Al? That's mm-hmm.
1: the, that's my question. I, yeah, because yeah. I was like. Yeah, and you're then filling and it then up with filtered water once okay.
2: a year. I would empty it out. And make sure it's clean and rinse it and then you run it back up. So, and it's not like, I mean, again, because that's the fear is like, it's not that like there's this poke pasta, poke, was it? Post apocalyptic. Post apocalyptic. Whatever. A poke pasta. Is <laughs> that a poke
3: pasta? <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> whatever it is. That's that what you- we're
3: going to eat. Poke pasta.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's more about like, and maybe what Daniel's feeling is like, and this, whatever people feel or whatever, but I think there's like this deep, desire as like a father to make sure that your family's cared for yes and the worst thing or the worst feeling would be like hey we're three days without water and this is all my fault and my kids are suffering Mm. yeah so you go like well at least we'd have this or whatever um so i think there's like a deep i didn't care about this until we had kids
1: yes Yeah. yeah um so yeah so jenna tell me what kind of food you're looking at
3: so we've got all kinds of stuff. We've got giant, uh, we've got uh, dried fruit, lots of different kinds of dried fruit. We've got mixes, like you could do blueberry muffins. You can make brownies. Snatch All these things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what heat we've, source? What's that? What heat source are you using? Uh, Like to a make- flame? I don't know. What would we okay. be using?
2: Yeah. So we got like little, uh, I, I bought like these little, um, it's just like a camper stove
3: and okay, you can you can do it, it with
2: that cuz all you need is hot water to right you know reconstitute everything
3: right uh, tons of soups um that like you know dried soups so that you just add water to uh there's a few like rice based meals mm-hmm. a lot of oatmeal pancake mix um beef stroganoff stroganoff <laughs> all kinds of oh pasta yeah lots of pasta and that kind of thing and then um flour things you could like make bread powdered you know, milk that kind of thing. powdered milk powdered eggs powdered eggs i bought like and a kit better than me i bought like a whole
2: kit
1: that's what i was gonna ask are you buying this from like from a place that is yeah. like a prepping place versus like a grocery store or something I, yeah. oh yeah
2: i bought it like january or february before the pandemic and sam's club had this like ridiculous sale and it was like, it was like this one kit that they would sell you. And then the pandemic like blew everything up and Sam's yeah. Club got out of there and they're not going to sell it anymore. They almost wouldn't even deliver it to me, but I had already bought it and I was waiting for them to deliver. And I just kept calling. Why,
1: why did they, why did they stop?
2: Because of the pen, because the pandemic was ramping up and people were buying stuff like crazy. So the oh, supplier oh. that they had Got it. worked with was not going to send it, and I was like, "I bought it, you send it."
3: Yeah, we yeah. bought it before things
1: blew up, right? Yeah. And
2: it showed up like in a hundred and two boxes. Like the FedEx guy oh was God. like, "So you're the guy," and was just like <laughs> throwing them off the truck at me, and I'm like, "Okay."
1: I wish Daniel was here right now because we have a PO box, and when and Daniel has this like, remember he had his his Starbucks Reserve wife. <laughs> this is like the opposite of that. He has an enemy at the post office box because they're always like, first of all, she she called him Mr. Quartz (laughs) and he was upset about that. But she's always like, "Mm, you're the one with a lot of packages here. Oh, they can suck my nuts. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she gives him a lot of attitude about, and I was like, are you sure she's giving you attitude and are you sure it's not just like, she has like resting bitch face voice. Yeah. She might just be commenting on, but anyway, she uh, he feels that she is always upset at how many packages we have there. So I I'm just saying you guys could have bonded over this. It happens. Yeah, yeah. it happens. Well, also, isn't it her
3: job to like gather packages? Yes. Maybe she <laughs> just, doesn't like her line know. of work. Yeah.
1: Um. What kind of toilet paper? a situation are you are, are, are you dealing with? Do you have a lot of toilet paper?
3: Um, I guess we don't have that much toilet paper. No. We usually I have, have a, about two Costco size packs in our house.
2: Yeah, and I have a bidet. Have
3: oh. A bidet.
1: Problem solved. I find a
3: lot of joy in pooping. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That drop. I literally thought of that drop as I was going to the bathroom earlier. <laughs> and I thought, I wonder if I'm going to hear that drop
1: <laughs> And then you did. <laughs> um, let's do some Just Me or Everyone. Sometimes. On something I have done is it just me or everyone. I have one, uh, which is I can you guys were talking about the Super Bowl, um, and I cannot hear the name the Eagles without thinking of Michael Vick and the dog thing. Like that's all I think about oh. when I hear Eagles. Which I is interesting because guess-
0: he was not an eagle when that all happened. Yeah, really? What yeah. was he? He was, he was a, a falcon. falcon. Yeah, but he eventually played for the Eagles. But yeah, yeah. Well, maybe my brain has got out. Just- he went back.
2: Yeah,
1: I didn't know that. Well, I feel like in the oh, you know what though, when it came out, was he a- an eagle? Because I feel like all the news articles no. mentioned. Why do I?
2: Well, it was a big deal because when he came back to the league, the Eagles like gave him a chance. And then he came back and did pretty well. Like yeah, he was I running and, and like – at least I think – I don't Maybe yeah. I got the timeline wrong, but I think it was yeah, like a big I think deal to come great. back. Yeah.
1: Huh. Well, in my mind, I associate Eagles, Michael Vick, dog, dog fighting. <laughs> yeah, dog abuse. Um, And that's like all I think about. I uh, – Yeah.
2: I grew up in the suburbs football. when the Eagles were really terrible. And all I remember is there was an Eagles 49ers game – where the 49ers came in and just were trouncing the Eagles and all the fans just started beating up everybody with the 49ers Jersey. And then for the Jeez. next couple of weeks, they decided to just hold court in the basement of the stadium so that as they arrested you, they could just take you right down, put you through the arraignment and like ship you out. And, uh, I thought, well, that's pretty interesting.
1: Um, huh. Yeah. What a great team. Sports. <laughs> uh. <laughs>
2: City of brotherly love.
1: Yeah um uh al you had a just mirror everyone yes you had a couple
2: oh i did do you want to read it or do i get to read it
1: you get to read it
2: oh oh read it. So read read it. uh oh mine was um what did i send hang on a minute
1: it was about streaming but you best wrote steaming oh yeah jmo
2: by. the best of streaming tv and movie services is behind us it's only going downhill from here Ooh. just mirror everyone
1: Ooh. why uh why do you feel that way
2: I think the magic is over. Like when it was first there, we were like, look at all the stuff on Netflix. And now it's like, well, NBC or Universal's clawed their stuff back. Um, Paramount's clawed their stuff back. Everybody's oh. like keeping their own things. And now like we're relying now on. we just
3: have cable that's internet based. And yeah. We just pay for each channel as we want.
2: And even new shows. Like it was exciting to have something dumped right at like 10 episodes and you could just consume yes. it. And Now they're starting to trickle it back out again. I just feel like the the best is past us, and we hey need some day. new inter, inter, uh, right. in, innovation.
1: I right. think I respectfully
0: disagree. <gasps> really? <gasps>
1: yeah. Tell us. Yeah.
0: Well, when you were talking about the like like the uh, everybody the binging like releasing them all at once. I yeah. actually am a fan of the not binging because I feel <sighs> like when when it's released one at a time. I feel like then a lot of us can be on the same episode mm-hmm. and we can talk about, like, you know, we're not like, where are you? I mean, you, you, there still is the, like, how many are you in? But, like, there's a sure. better chance of, like, you know, you've right. watched the same amount of episodes <sighs> and you can kind of talk about it. Cause I, I do miss that. Um, And I think that that is something that is lost a little bit with the binge. And also when I binge things, I feel like I forget everything. Like I'll watch a ton in a day and then I just like – it's just gone then as soon as I'm done.
1: (laughs) I have that – I know what you mean. However, I find now that I wear progressives, a robe, and let my hair air dry (laughs) to the very end – if it's week by week, I forget what happened the week before Off versus binging where it's like mm. a very, very, conti- you know, there's a lot of continuity.
0: Right. Yeah. And I also think my other part of it, though, too, is that I think that um, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like the some of these streaming services are letting a lot weirder shows that mm. maybe wouldn't have gotten made on regular TV happen uh, that i've really been enjoying i i've been i still have to finish the last one but uh, i don't know if anybody's watched paul t goldman on Peacock.
1: i heard that was no. i heard that was no. really good it's, it's um, i want to see it
0: it's really crazy uh and i'm really really enjoying it i'm excited to watch the last one still but uh i feel like it's it's such a weird show that i don't think like a normal network would have made it
1: i mentioned (laughs) the last of us are you is anyone here watching that show Mm -hmm. i
0: i have i have not watched it yet. i played the video game but i have not watched the show
1: yet um apparently the third episode is like and i read the synopsis it does sound good but it's like this like amazing hour of television like i don't know if you've heard jenna now if you've heard people go on about how great it is people are like it's like the finest hour of television possibly ever (laughs) um a a real tearjerker you will like weep um and people have said to me, you can watch that one by itself. Like you don't because it's sort of I, mean, I don't know if I would call it a bottle episode, but you don't really have to see what came before. But I have walked in a couple of times while Daniel's watching The Last of Us. And my I like I've been scarred by what I saw. It's so gross. Oh, yeah. Mm. It's very gross.
3: It's anyway. apocalypse like virus yeah, so killing
1: everyone kind of thing. It's based on a video game that Tony played, uh, and it's in the apocalypse. That's what they say in the ads. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) There's a a fungus that takes over, which seems like, that seems less scary than zombies, but it kind of like zombifies people, right? Right. I guess. Well, it seems more,
0: it maybe more adds a level of...
2: Maybe realism to it. Maybe there's um Mm -hmm. there's a fungus that does that to ants and turns ants into.
1: Oh yes, it's Mm -hmm. kind of like that, right? So you become the person becomes like more fungus than person, but just the like like fungus starts growing out of their mouth, and that's what's like so disgusting. That's what I've seen a couple times. It's like eh. (laughs) it's like looks like alfalfa, like wiggly alfalfa sprouts coming out of their mouth. It's nasty. Love but it. apparently, it's a great show. Okay. T- and then, right. Al, you had another one. Or oh. Jenna, do you have one?
3: Uh, no, Al has another one. I'll do his. You okay. want me to do yours, Al? Sure. I'll do yours. I'm stealing yours, Al. Steal it. This is Fallout from the Pandemic, comma, homeschool has lost the weird kid stigma. I think
1: yes. There's a lot of people homeschooling.
3: Yeah. I think it's like far more normal that. Normal or like, yeah, sure. You homeschool, whatever.
2: I think I think it's, like, it's if like if someone says, "Oh, oh, I'm homeschooling," no one goes like, "So you're a fundamentalist Christian?" You know, like mm-hmm. that's like that's kind of over now. It's like, "Oh, so you're just fighting the man? You don't like what's being taught in schools, huh?" Yeah, rock <laughs> on. You know, I feel like there's like a very uh, like it's a, it's a different vibe that's happening.
1: Yeah, there is more homeschooling. Didn't so. did Mary Catherine Ham homeschool her kids for a little while? She did for a year because the schools weren't going to open. Right. And
3: then I think their kids I think her kids are back in school now.
1: Oh, question. What is yeah. Nanya? Nunya business. That's Nanya what business. I always think, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think the I argument is Nanya. how is Here's it spelled? What. How do this you spell is, it?
3: Oh, how do you how oh, do you spell Nanya? So
1: Nanya really is Nanya business. Yeah. Um no, w- w- okay, you you mentioned Nanya When you're talking about dropping your kids off at school, correct. So, what's the deal with all of that? This and do your kids go to a public school? Yes. Okay.
3: So, public school. I am annoyed by school, and I will just say that I would say this to the school's face. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm fine. I'm on the end of a cold. Anyway, I would say this to the school's face if they asked me, but I think it's a little annoying. That when I walk into the school to check in my daughter, that they're just so uptight about it. Like I walk in, I I buzz in. I'm fine with that. I like that they're protecting, keeping doors locked, whatever. I go in. I have to like put in the computer, like her name and her school number, and then like like, checking in for a a flight. This is just me checking her back, like into school. Like if I take her late, Uh, okay, I have to like type her name, my name. Why are you late? and i i always want to type nanya because oh, it's I nanya see. business okay <laughs> you don't need to know why my daughter's late for school she's here and then they take a picture of you and it's not like a cute picture and they don't really do a countdown so you never really know when it's going to happen <laughs> so you're like typing then all of a sudden you're like and then there's this <laughs> horrible picture of you that's there and then they like they don't let you walk they don't let me walk her in and mm-hmm. so i have to like say goodbye in front of all the secretaries and people and i'm like okay i'll see you later and then she disappears around this corner and i just think it's none of your business okay yeah don't ask she's here okay she's an hour too late big whoop and then like do you have a note like if you've been to the doctor and it's like
2: no you don't need to know that same thing like when i do like hey she's not gonna be in school today well why isn't she gonna be here because i'm a dad and i'm not taking her to school today because she's not gonna go yeah that, but
1: Thanks. they, But I feel, do you feel like they care or do you feel like they're just like, tell me what to type on the form?
2: It Either feels, way,
1: I
3: just don't feel like they need to know.
1: It yes.
2: feels like they're trying to track, like, you know, you've had four sick days and two unexcused absences, so pick it up. You know, like we like, got
1: like, a, and I don't know what it's like where you are, but we got a letter from the, like a, a scary letter from the district that made us feel like we were in trouble saying, your child has had, you know, like nine absences in this many months. And if, you know, anything past 12 or 14 absences, every subsequent absence needs a doctor's note, blah, blah, blah. Like, it was very scary. And Daniel ended up talking to Elliot's teacher, who's like, I know, I know, because this, we felt like we're getting really, it felt like a citation yes. and we're getting really mixed messages because there's so many messages coming home saying, please keep your kids home if they're sick. So we were erring on the side of if he seemed sick at all, we were keeping it. Now we're not. Now it's like, if fluids are not <laughs> flying out of your mouth or your butt, <laughs> you're going to school. Um, totally. <laughs> but we thought we were doing what we we're supposed to, which is like keeping him home if he seems sick at all. And then we get this letter from the district. But the school was like, yes, we know this is like a district thing. And they, mm-hmm. and then I talked to another parent who they went to Hawaii during the school year. And I was like, how did you do that? And she's like, oh, it was awful. Um, when we came back, we had to have a meeting with the district. And like, but ultimately, here's the thing, though. Ultimately, nothing really happens. Right. Yeah, but, just, but it like, is like you? all this red tape, and yeah, it's very. It's one of. I was like, if in a private school, would this not? This probably wouldn't happen. You pay a lot to not have it happen, but <laughs> yeah, it's very like it feels like you're like the DMV.
3: Yes, well, I'm like, what is this picture? Why are you taking my <laughs> yeah. picture? And what are you doing yeah. with all these pictures of me? Okay, yeah. and yes, I look grumpy in all of them because I. Why are you taking my picture? <laughs>
2: just tell me which episode of Magic School Bus she missed. And we'll watch (laughs) it. Is this really, you know?
1: That's so interesting. Elliot has only been late once. I wonder if they, and Dan, and like if you're late, you do have to go to the front office and Mm -hmm. sign in. And I wonder if they took Daniel's picture. But then today, Elliot had a full meltdown, tears, did not want to go to school. And I was like, oh, could you please cry? About not wanting to go to school like the night before so I can have more time to prepare because it was, (laughs) you know, like at the time that normally were brushing teeth and like getting out the door, he still wasn't dressed, hadn't had any breakfast, was just full meltdown. Um, didn't want to go to school because there's so much reading and writing. <laughs> and <laughs> oh, <the> t- <laughs> which is, oh, so yeah, kid. I know. And the teacher keeps saying to him, you're not doing it right. And she makes, this is him talking. She makes him feel like he's not doing it correctly. I'm like, that's so like articulate. And I was trying to explain that, like, cause he really wants to be able to do things perfectly right away. And he gets mm-hmm. discouraged if he's not. And, um, and there are two groups and he's in like the more advanced group. And I, I don't know how much he knows that though. I was trying to explain. And, but also I think he was just overtired. Um, but Daniel, so we were able to sort of, there were like a lot of incentives and bribes that happened. He's eating sushi right now because that was one of like, if you go to school, we'll we'll get a sushi for dinner tonight. Um, (laughs) that's so California. Um, but, Daniel, finally, like we, we, you know, got him dressed and, uh, you know, kind of put together and on the way to school. But I was thinking they're probably going to miss the bell. He's probably going to have to go in the front office. And what is he going to say for why right, he's late? Right.
2: Well, and that's the whole thing, right? So we're so focused on mental health and like, hey, take time for you. Take time for right. personal stuff. Personal day. And yeah. you go like, what is this kid developing by going like suck it up get to school like he's gonna miss the morning announcements or he can have like a slow go at it and we can help him work through this
1: i really did not know what to do because i took his temperature and he didn't have one like because part of his being that emotional usually coincides with like oh he's not feeling well he's getting sick something's going on Mm Daniel felt like it was really important that we don't let him stay home just because he doesn't feel like going, which I totally get. But totally at the same great. time, like, I, yes. And I do think overall, like, building more resilience in my kids is something that we should be working towards. Um, But I also felt like he's having a really rough morning. Yeah. Right. But anyway, here's what Daniel did. And if anyone from the school is listening, it's not what he did. Um, <laughs> he He went in. As if they were going to the office and then just walked him to his classroom. Love it. <laughs> awesome. Just circumvent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my
2: My tactic is to go very big. So if they say like, you know, why are you late? I said, well, just tons of explosive diarrhea. But I think it's all done now. But call me <laughs> if there's an issue.
1: Yes. That's um, good.
2: Document <laughs> that, please.
3: That's good. I um, just think if we're an hour late, I don't need a note. We're still yeah. here. You can still count that she came to school and get whatever you need. Anyway, I have a lot of strong mm-hmm. feelings about it.
2: The other thing to do yeah. is to say, well, I'm I'm her dad and she's late because I said so. <laughs> and then
1: I would love to see what happens to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was trying to be I was thinking like, should I say he had a doctor's appointment that's getting him here five minutes late or something, you know, <laughs> right. but it ended up like not being a thing. Um. All right. Let's feature a dog. Are a dog, dog. dog, dog. You are dog, a dog. dog, dog. A doggy dog. Dog 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 dog. Dog dog, dog, dog. dog, 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 dog. That's what you are, dog, dog. dog. Chanel is an 8-month-old, 18-pound, very playful and energetic puppy. This little kangaroo wannabe is high energy and can easily jump 5-plus feet. She is good with other dogs and loves to play all day long. She would be a perfect running buddy or make an amazing agility dog. If you or anyone you know in the DMV area, that's D.C., Maryland, Virginia, would be interested in meeting Chanel, please reach out via her Pet Finder page. Oh, hi, Bentley! Uh At tiny.cc slash Chanel dog tiny.cc slash Chanel dog or email Tosca's is there a dot in there? Yes. Tosca's at gmail.com again Tosca's at gmail.com. I was mispronouncing it before but Ryan who is hooking me up with these dogs sent me a very nice uh, voice file about how to pronounce it but also said They don't care how I pronounce it, but they know that I would want to be pronouncing it right. And that's right. Thank you. Okay. This could not have been a more fun episode. We need to do this more often. Jenna, where can we find you?
3: You can find me this weekend in Ohio doing stand-up at Crackpots Comedy Club in Massillon, Ohio. It's about an hour south of Cleveland. I'm doing two shows Saturday, February 11th. Um, And then I'll be doing a bunch of shows in Utah, Idaho area in end of February. All that is on my website, JennaKimJones.com. You can listen to our podcast, Couple Friends. Everywhere podcasts are available, it's called Couple Friends, and you get a lot of Hashtag Al. You're going to
1: like it. It's very, it's very entertaining. Hashtag Al, what about you? Uh,
2: you can find me at the Hashtag Al on all social media platforms, and I want to just plug uh, Jenna's stand-up special. Um, it's going to be coming out later this year, so stay Ooh. tuned uh we'll uh we'll keep you all posted but uh she recorded it last september we've finished uh, mixing it and doing all the post and we're doing the trailer
0: now and uh, we'll see where it lands
1: is that the one that you recorded in arizona yeah, yeah. it was awesome nice i believe yeah, my friend
0: charlie fonville worked on that right he did charlie. he was fantastic yes. charlie's Knocked good. The best. yes
3: yeah he's amazing we love charlie he's a good what dude. what does charlie do
2: he was our producer he
3: produced, directed
1: and yeah, edited. Yeah, yeah what a small world yeah. very
0: small world crazy
1: he stayed at to- he
0: stayed at my apartment while uh, going back and i think like went to a because uh, he he used he lives in l a but he's currently living in paris and right. then uh, <laughs> while he was traveling nice. to Arizona for this, then he would come back to l a and was staying at my place while I was on tour yeah, oh, a love small that. world yeah. yeah
1: look at that and Tony, what about you?
0: Uh, I am on Twitter and Instagram at
1: Tony Thaxton,
0: and bizarre albums every Tuesday,
1: and that's about
0: it. But let's see if we can get some Bentley noises in the mic here. Oh, <laughs> he's usually oh. very noisy, but of course, when I call kissing. for it, he's I know. Not,
1: yeah. Well, I heard a little bit. Yeah. I heard some some lip licking. <laughs> um, if you. Uh, like what you're hearing, or even if you don't, please make sure you're subscribed. Leave us a review. I was looking through reviews earlier, and I feel like we need some fresh reviews. You know that I read them on the show sometimes, uh, so get those reviews in, and I will read them. Five stars, please. And wherever you listen now, there's probably some way to like rate and review and whatnot. Listen to my other podcast, Childish. Uh, I'm on Cameo again, patreoncom slash Rose. and also. Patreon.com slash Allison and Todd. Um, feel like I'm forgetting something, but I don't know what that is. So that is going to ha- – oh, oh, oh. YouTube.com slash Allison Rosen. I had Sarah Edmondson from the Nexium cult, HBO's The Vow, a little bit culty podcast, et cetera, on Monday. It was a really, really – Good episode. Keith Raniere had, had written her wedding vows and she's like, do you want to hear them? I was like, yes, please. She pulled up and the email that had that. I mean, it was just, she really answered like all the details that you want, she answered. It was a really good episode. YouTube.com slash Alison Rosen. Please subscribe over there. Uh, you can watch the episode or just listen to it wherever you listen. That is going to do it. Um, everyone, thank you so much. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Hey, do you know and rose and show